Welcome to the Newsbusters podcast with your host, executive editor of Newsbusters, Tim Graham. Hello and welcome. It may be in the 90s outside and it may be a bad idea to turn up the fans, but wow, we have a partisan media that are blowing major wind up the skirt of the Biden White House. It's the Newsbusters podcast. Oh, what a glorious winning streak Joe Biden is on. First, they got that austere religious scholar from Al-Qaeda. Then they had one strong jobs report, and now they're passing legislation. They use words like, it's a signature achievement. Yes, all the sales language. Mansion and cinema finally acted like Democrats with midterms on the horizon. And now suddenly this bill that was scaled back dramatically to Manchin's liking is being called massive. <laughs> yep, that's the sales language. Let's just look at the last couple of days on Newsbusters. Our Alex Christie noted this on Saturday. There was NBC's Kristen Welker reporting, Democrats are hoping to come together in Washington today for a test vote on that massive economic plan aimed at reducing inflation. <laughs> yes, they call it the Inflation Reduction Act, which is like Carter passing the uh, Iranian Hostage Liberation Act. I mean, <laughs> just because you put that label on it doesn't mean you're accomplishing it. Over on ABC on Saturday morning, they used the H word. Yes, historic. This mostly seems used to describe bills that liberal TV networks like. Yes, when Democrats write the big bills and the taxpayers get the big bills, then out comes the word historic. Janae, good morning. Democrats are eager to get moving on their big bill, especially now that their last holdout, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema, is finally on board. So senators are headed in. They're planning to work all weekend. Like you said, they're expecting the first votes on this later this afternoon. A reminder what the bill calls for. A historic investment in clean energy and climate change. A cap on prescription drug costs for seniors. It will give Medicare the ability to negotiate drug prices and set a minimum corporate tax rate of 15%. Yeah. Yes, it's a historic investment. These are the sales words. When they take your money and they put it in something like solar, it's an investment in clean energy. You remember, like Solyndra, which then went bankrupt under Obama. Was that an investment? If that was an investment, it was a terrible investment. But it was historic. Yes, everything I like is historic. The House January 6th Committee, historic. Christine Blasey Ford making crazy teenage rape charges against Brett Kavanaugh, historic figure. Just like Anita Hill was historic. Did she need any proof that Clarence Thomas was talking to her about porn? Didn't matter, historic. Then it was Ketanji Brown Jackson, historic figure. Yeah, she's actually historic, at, at least if we're just Bean counting by race and gender. Just like Corrine Jean-Pierre. Black, female, lesbian, immigrant, historic. But please notice, that does not equate into excellence. If she was excellent or even competent, she wouldn't have John Kirby or somebody else showing up at about two-thirds of her briefings. 
Often the word historic just equates into, hey, we're pushing the leftist agenda with some sales words. Then we look at Sundays with Kevin Tober on ABC's This Week. George Stephanopoulos noted, well, our poll found 69% of Americans are sour on the future of the economy. Joe Biden is stuck in the 30s right now. But wait, Biden's on a roll. Yes, John Carl was channeling the rest of the media. He really should be getting more credit, people. If you look at our, if our, our new poll, I mean, he's getting credit for almost nothing. He, he's, he's on a roll. I mean, there's no question that Joe Biden is on a roll legislatively, on the national security front, but he's getting no credit for it. And look, inflation is you know, still a factor. Gas prices are actually coming down and have been coming down for almost two months. Uh, the unemployment numbers uh, are remarkable. Not only the unemployment numbers, but wage growth uh, continues to rise. It's just not keeping pace. Hey, with is it inside well, Washington roll, George? When I think that's... Well, inside Washington roll, like, you know, oh, oh, they, they won on the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a ridiculous name, <laughs> as you pointed out in the interview, but they won on that. They got... Democrats to actually vote for a Democrat bill. What are we going to do? Like drop the confetti at the White House? I mean, this is ridiculous. You have to like Chris Christie saying, wow, the Democrats united and actually passed a bill, drop the confetti. <laughs> what a signature achievement. You passed a bill. But see, it doesn't seem to matter whether the bill does what it accomplishes, whether it's a good bill or a bad bill. It doesn't matter. It's like there was motion. There was activity Three yards and a cloud of dust. Well, hooray. Well, no, look, this is the same John Carl who wrote about his book being in the White House press corps under Trump. The truth is that the mainstream media coverage of Donald Trump is relentlessly and exhaustively negative. His accomplishments, and there are accomplishments, are either ignored or overshadowed by the drumbeat of outrage fueled by his own outrageous behavior. Well... We, we know Trump had uh, interesting behavior, often outrageous. But we know that the negative coverage wasn't just about his behavior. It wasn't just about his tweets. It's because Jonathan Carl and everybody else at ABC News pulls the lever for the Democrats when they go into the voting booth. And the sad thing for all of us is that they pull the lever for the Democrats every morning and every evening and any time they're on in the afternoon. On Sunday night, CNN anchor Pamela Brown, the daughter of Phyllis George, was pushing David Urban, somewhat conservative CNN analyst, with this question. Would you concede that President Biden is one of the most legislatively successful presidents in modern history? Yes, this was also the talk of Morning Joe. Is the FDR, is the LBJ... Was LBJ really a good president? Here again, you say, massive legislation passed by LBJ. Some stuff like the Civil Rights Act, which you could call historic. But was the Great Society really a great society? You know, it doesn't matter because, again, these are salespeople. But at least we had the notion that Urban sort of pointed out to Pamela Brown, he started elbowing her rhetorically. The Penn-Wharton budget model said it's going to have zero impact on reducing inflation, just to put a little flag point on that. And Pamela Brown said, you just can't let it go, can you, David? Can't let it go. In other words, you're disappointing the CNN viewers, David. 
You're supposed to always say things are great under Biden. Then on Monday, Curtis Houck was giving uh, us the summary early this morning. Michael Strahan began with, on ABC, Good morning, America. As we begin a new week with you, is relief finally in sight for so many Americans with that major victory for President Biden? Is relief finally in sight because Biden did something good? Or do we need relief because Biden stinks? Well, that's not the way they're going to do it. Relief is finally in sight with a major victory. You know, see, again, how do, how do they sell this as news? I mean, they're just, it, they're just plain selling. So more on the big victory with George Stephanopoulos. He's so nonpartisan, isn't he? First, that big victory for Democrats on Capitol Hill. The Senate passed a major health care climate and tax package on a party line vote. President Biden is one step closer to a major political victory this morning. They have been fighting for some of these big wins for decades like this. President Biden, as you said, he is this is a major victory for him. The White House is certainly calling that, especially ahead of the midterms. Oh, yes. A big victory for Democrats. Well, they actually passed something, but it's also got to be major. It's got to be historic. It's got to be massive. Gail King on CBS Mornings. A huge win for Democrats. The Senate passes a massive bill meant to lower health care costs and invest in clean energy. See, they always say what it's meant to do. Not that it's actually going to do it, because that, again, doesn't really matter. Because whatever they're passing in August, is it really going to have an, an effect by November? Doesn't matter. It's that they're able to put some points on the board and say, see... Our offense has some productivity. Yes, then Gail King pulled out the other word that comes along with historic. Landmark. We're going to begin in Washington with a landmark victory for President Biden on a bill to tackle climate change and raise taxes on big corporations. It's a landmark victory making unprecedented investments. Yeah, I mean, this, this, is, this is all sales language. Now... We can go back, just like with historic, you know, is Christine Blasey Ford going to be historic? Well, she didn't actually stop Kavanaugh from being confirmed, so she already didn't achieve history. Anita Hill didn't achieve history either. Those men are both on the Supreme Court. Uh, I pulled this up using some newsbuster searching. November 12, 2014, Scott Whitlock had a piece here on Here We Are Again on Good Morning America. Uh, Amy Robach announces, the U.S. and China announcing a deal to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. President Obama calling it a major milestone. And then Jim Avila comes on. It was to end with ruffles and flourishes. Toast to the landmark global warming agreement. Now, does anybody remember that now? This was like almost eight years ago. It's a pretty invisible landmark. Did China actually reduce emissions? Or do they did handshake, handshake, and the commies did what they normally do? Is China now a Greenpeace paradise? I don't think so. So then on Monday morning, if you open uh, or get a copy of the New York Times, August 8, there in all caps, Senate vote puts climate action in reach. How exciting. And then there's a nice color picture of Chucky e. Schumer coming out of a door with two thumbs up. 
The caption is, Deal Maker. Senator Chuck Schumer, the majority leader, helped resurrect a long-sought but scaled-back domestic bill. Okay, scaled back. That's, that's good. Under this headline, Senate vote puts climate action in reach, the subhead, urgent response is five decades in making. Again, this is, th these are sales headlines. Oh, goody, goody. It's historic. It's been five decades in the making. Weirdly, reporters Coral Davenport and Lisa Friedman began this story by warmly recounting a 1969 White House memo from future Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan predicting climate disaster with words like goodbye, New York, goodbye, Washington, for that matter. Yeah, you'd think that was going to happen in the 1970s or maybe massive flooding in the 1980s or maybe in the 1990s. You know, remember 1990, they said, we've got about a decade. <laughs> this is the way it happens. It's the disaster movie that never actually seems to arrive. The other story was headlined, Bill also tackles taxes and cost of drugs. Emily Cochran began with the words, The Senate passed legislation on Sunday that would make the most significant federal investment in history to counter climate change and lower the cost of prescription drugs. Significant most significant federal investment in history. It's all sales language. Then late on Monday morning, I noticed this screen graphing from CNN. They always now, Stelter would make fun of the Fox News screen graphics under Trump. Who's selling now? The words, Senate passes historic $370 billion to fight climate crisis. Ooh, it's historic. And it takes on a crisis. They want us to think of them as news networks, but they're just the used car salesmen of democratic policy. In the noon hour, John King show had the graphic, Senate passes big investments in climate, health care. Yes, Biden's used cars is having a heck of a week. And the salesmen all over the media are shoveling all the hype words. Historic, landmark, signature, achievement for a crisis. It's like these people are making a commission on every sale to a gullible midterm voter. If you want to think about this more severely, about the way these people use their adjectives, they're cooking it. They're trying to make it sound delicious. They're putting everything on the menu. Would you like a significant achievement for your climate crisis, sir? If you're sick of the salesmanship, but you want to know what's happening, you come to Newsbusters once, twice, 24 times a day. Thanks for checking in.